Welcome back to Consuming the Craft podcast at the CBC, the Craft Beverage Conference up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm here with Mike Roberts from Crew Brewing Systems. Hey, Jeff. How are things? Yeah, doing all right. It's so... It's a lovely accent, New Jersey. <laughs> I wanted to do that joke all week, and I saved it for the podcast because it's terrible. Put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> no, hey, don't say yeah. it. Nobody says that. It's no one says prawns that. Prawns anyway. Prawns, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't do shrimp. No. No, and we wouldn't put them on the barbie anyway. We, no, we put why, a snag on the barbie. A snag? A snag, a sausage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that now. That was, that was a lifetime ago. You with Crew Brewing Systems. You've teamed up a little bit with Inbox, but you guys are a basically a brewing system solution. Not not just brewing, distillation. You, you you're going to yeah. be in a lot of you craft have a lot beverage. of iron. yeah yeah craft yeah. beverage. That's yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah. Um. You guys design systems all over the country, yep. all over the world, and uh, you're here at the CBC uh, innovating. Basically, I just learned about a brew house that you guys are putting in Chicago, and uh, the automation that you guys are able to add to a system is unbelievable. Tell folks that are listening right now about some of the just the crazy modulations that you guys can do on the brew house side. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, we're just always looking to make things simpler for the, the brewer or make it more repeatable and things like that. And I'm, it's I'm about a, consistency. Yeah. You, you know, and I'm a brewer myself and like just going through the brew day, you just think of all those little tasks you have to do over and over Time again. Like, yeah. yeah. How do you automate it? How do you stop making mistakes on it? Yeah. Um, or how do you just do clever things that you would have otherwise had to pull your phone out and calculate this and do that and the system will do it for you instead so uh, one example is like this system is going to have uh, you can dial in the evaporation on the boiling so controlled evaporation it's got a Siemens Coriolis meter um, so it'll read density on the fly so, so crazy yeah so you can lauder to density you can punch in targets like this is what I want to lauder the kettle to or, yeah. or don't lauder beyond this uh, play-doh if it drops there and, and for those that don't understand that's the, the amount of sugar in solutions you're going to be able to just basically dial that in every time for whatever recipe yeah, it'll nail brewing. the recipe just d- done yeah you don't have to watch the kettle and babysit it like you know you get distracted like a truck will come along and you got to load up some kegs or something like that yeah, or and you, you come got, back yeah. and, you've, and you've like overloaded or like yep. so takes that headache out of it but what we're also then going to use this density meter for is it'll it'll be reading uh the density of the, the brew kettle during the boil as well yeah um and so you don't boil off too much yeah, and you can target the evaporation. So you actually type in your, your target. And, and obviously, as you evaporate, your density increases. So it'll monitor yep. and start to track that density change. And it will extrapolate from that the evaporation rate. And so it'll, it'll modulate the steam up or down to hit your evaporation target. So, so, so not only your evaporation target, your volume is going to be correct. Your gravity is going to be correct. Yep. And you're going to be able to boil strong enough to make sure you're removing any DMS, any of those yep. volatiles that you need to get away. Absolutely. And then... The only one that can screw it up now is the brewer adding hops. Yeah, really? I mean, honestly? Yeah. Well, and the system's even got a stack light on it, so it'll like it'll do a little a light and alarm <laughs> to remind you, does. like, hey, hops are needing to go in now. <laughs> so, yeah, like, if, if you mess up the brew, you've done something wrong. Well, or you're in the facilities, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, or if you started drinking your own product. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. Day. That's just one example of how you guys have uh, solved problems, basically. Yeah, and that's just one little thing in a whole system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you've been... Uh, you know, you've been putting systems in all over the planet, really. Yeah. And so go back to basically where you've started. How did you get into the industry? You know, Australia, beer culture, people yeah, drink a lot of beer in Australia. didn't really start no. in Australia. Which where, is like, crazy. So I, I started traveling around Europe. Like, I mean, I was like, actually, I hated beer when I was at university. Yeah. Um, and, but I forced myself to start drinking it because I couldn't afford hardly. <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't afford anything. <laughs> no, I was, I, was, I was drinking vodka Red Bulls and it was costing me a fortune. No, so I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to start drinking beer, I suppose. <laughs> and I wasn't drinking good beer. No, no, no one starts drinking good beer. No, no. No, it's like and a my means epiphany to an end. Moment 
moment yeah. was actually like in in Prague in the Czech Republic, and I like I I got a just a pilsner, and I looked at the beer expecting to taste your regular run of the mill yeah. macro beer. Yep. And it tasted phenomenal. I'm well, like, what is all of this going on in this glass? Like, how do they do it? The crazy pours they have there too. Oh, there's I love like it. Four different pours. Like the getting milk the milk pour. pour. Yeah, the like, milk pour. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It, people don't realize that that can affect the flavor of the product inside of the glass. The it's glass a, shape can. It, but it's amazing. It's, I, I bought a Lucas side pull tap for my homebrew kit at home. Shit. Yeah, because I have to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, that's that's high level nerd for anybody that's listening that's drinking beer right now. But look up those pours. And so you fell in love with the Czech Pilsner. Then you decided to make that a career? Yes. I, after traveling around, like I, I liked beer beyond just enjoying sure, to drink sure. beer. It was like the actual the science and the chemistry behind it and all the nuance to it. That's what really keeps you interested. And, and, and you, can, you can learn forever. Yeah, um, I learned something new today. I mean, <laughs> at the CBC, I've learned uh, well, yeah, you so learn a lot. Much, yeah, every so time. much here. But that being said, you learn something new about it every day. Yeah. And that's what's awesome about it. And it's always changing and evolving. And we're always looking yeah. for new things like... In some ways, like beer's been around in the same kind of thousands of years, but in lots of ways, it's totally different every day. Yeah, and it's like, totally and different always, than what we drank. Yeah, and we're discovering new things about it all yeah. the time. And so, yeah, after doing that, I was just like, I, I think I wanted to be in this industry. And so I, I was actually traveling in Canada at the time, and I was like, I'm just going to get whatever job in a brewery I can while I'm traveling around. I care if it's sweeping floors or delivering sure. kegs or whatever, but I just happened to land a job where I ended up brewing. So and, what was your I, educational you, background? You just I had nothing at that point. Like, I mean, I no, I went to university. I started computer programming, but it's, that didn't help me brew beer. So it <laughs> <laughs> no, helps really, me now. Yeah, 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 I bet it does yeah. a lot now. Yeah, um, but no, like I, I just I worked under some fantastic people. Yeah, and like in and, and just a, like I just got lucky, really, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they helped me. Like you don't really ever get anywhere you want to go without someone's help. Like it's you know it's never it's just that you. old apprenticeship model that, yeah. that that I think has gone away for too long. Yeah, like the on the job training. Now, I, you can and I say this on the podcast all the time. You can read a book on how to drive a car, but that doesn't mean you can drive a car. No. So you got to go like, but you need about both. It. You need you need to know the rules. Yep. And then you need to go apply those. Rules. Yeah. And so hands on, actually getting your hands dirty, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, brewing beer is is important. A hundred percent. So I, I did the apprenticeship first, but yeah. I always felt like I was doing it back to front. You know, because like yeah, I could, went to university and stuff, yeah. so I always believed you, you get the education and then you can find the job. And I was doing it back to front, which yeah. not really like pr- apprenticeships. That's how they work but yep. i always felt when i was working there like okay now i know how to do this but i have no idea why, why? that the, the why is the big reason yeah. for the education and with if i was ever gonna be successful in the industry like i needed to know why i was doing things because if something went wrong or i needed to improve or make a change like I, I wouldn't why am i doing this yeah exactly like hey there's a problem yeah i, I followed everything to the t oh, I, and i, I don't I know what did to it do like to- normal and yeah. it didn't work what's going on so yeah. that's what, yeah i mean what's what we focus at the cbi so you brewed at this place and then you went back to get education? So so then I I educated uh, remotely through a Siebel's course okay. um, when I was actually at the, at the, the brewery. brewery. Yep. Yeah. So I, it was crazy because I was doing a, a, the Siebel's course. I was working full-time in the brewery and I worked full-time at a bar because oh, tips were the crew. only thing that paid the bills because yeah. the money at the brewery sucked. It, <laughs> and that's it, it's funny because I've it's, never gotten brewed. Be- yeah, it's gotten better. Yeah. But it, it's, it, you, oh, you're not getting rich at a brewery. I could not no. live on the money I was making there. So I had to have a second job. Yeah. So yeah, I was working, I was educating and doing two jobs at the same time just to get through. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then went back to Australia and then found a job there with Mountain Goat, a brewery there. Yeah. And we really had this stratospheric explosion. You like blew up there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So like, again, 
almost sheer luck. Like I, I, I wanted to be in that brewery. Like I hounded them and I, yeah. I got a job there and I started just racking kegs again there. Um, and again, I was just going to do whatever it took. Yeah, to get, to get your yeah, face. And I was, yeah, I was cleaning the waste pit out and I didn't care. Like yeah. I wanted to be a part of this brewery. So I ended up working myself up into a good position there um, and the brewery blew up and like it was- Expanded I was huge. working under phenomenal people. I learned so much. It was everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. It was great. And so, so that set me up really. Really? Yeah. And then- yeah, after that, what did you do? So then I met a Canadian girl and- It ruined, ruined and, you? No, just kidding. <laughs> changed everything. I wouldn't say ruined. No, She's no, probably no. going to listen to this. No, yeah, yeah. no it, it, she, you fell in love and your, your life changed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what like, happens. Did long distancing for a while and then, yeah. then we moved to Canada. Um, and so I was I was running a brewery in um, in Chilliwack in BC. Yeah. Um, and then we I commissioned a new system while we we're there. We got a, a Newland system while sure. I was working there. And that's the same system we're using at- uh, the Craft Beverage Institute exactly for my curriculum yeah, program and, yeah. and I liked it like I'd use some other um, systems and some other breweries like when we were at Mountain Goat we commissioned a new system there as well and there was always I never felt like the system was really designed for me like yeah. it, it just it felt like there was something missing it felt like have you guys actually used this like well, yeah, and, and there was a there can be a you're a production brewer you're coming from production and that's really important for companies that design systems because an engineer can sometimes over engineer some things absolutely uh, and it's not as functional for the production side of things. And so there needs to be that go-between. Yeah, and and, talk and, and I'm always, I'm not right on everything no, either. And, and, I'm, and, and brewers come up with crazy stuff and, and we find ways to break stuff too. Oh, like all we the time. will break things. So, it, <laughs> so My en- students break everything. So engineers have to over-design it. You're like, yeah. what, what is the dumbest thing someone could do with this? And one of us brewers is going to do it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> of the time. <laughs> we will find a way to make it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How... That can't happen that way. It's funny you mention that because they hooked it up this way and that's why it's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learning from those mistakes, you've applied that to the And we get system. it wrong and so let's do it better next yeah. time. And we get brewer feedback. I love brewer feedback. Like tell me it's if you important. find anything wrong yeah. or if you've got crazy ideas that you might want to see next time or if you had your way again or something, we might just do it. Well, in the innovation in the industry and the diversification of what people are trying to brew on systems now has changed the way some of these things look. Like, Absolutely. I, I overheard you talking about decoction earlier and in, 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 you know, taking a small portion of the mash, boiling it, putting it back. And there's ways around that. And there's ways like you can innovate in systems and the amount of hops that folks are adding to beers now. The kettles yep. have to be, you know, designed for that, yeah. that giant mountain of trube that's inside after exactly. the Exactly. And, and Whirlpool design, like we did a 15 barrel system recently. And, um, but the, the Whirlpool was a 25 heck or a 22 barrel. Like it was massive just because their hop charge was out of control. Yes. So yes. it's a 15 barrel kettle, but we had to put in a 22 barrel Whirlpool. Just to keep <laughs> up with the amount of hop yeah. additions in the Whirlpool side. Of yeah. it, I, I've seen that uh, there was a brewery in Asheville that when they first originally designed their system, they didn't realize how many hops that were going <laughs> into the kettle. Yeah. And they're like, we can't, we can't run off wort because there's too many hops in it. It clogged <laughs> up their heat exchanger. Yeah, right. So then they had to add this separate vessel for yeah. uh, you know even more Whirlpool hopping. Just... You know, people got this looping push. But yeah. what are you seeing trend-wise for people ordering stuff? Because seltzers weren't a thing two years ago. Now, but everyone's kind of got to brew one. Yeah. And, and and I see craft lagers coming up, which makes me so happy. Oh, it makes I, me happy as well. Because that, that was my epiphany beer yeah, when I first yeah, got yeah. into it. So seeing all of these amazing German and Czech style traditional lagers yes. coming out. And people are doing them really well now too. And they're just, I, I love them. So, so many people have learned how to do them well. Yeah. And, and that's a hard, it's a hard style of beer to make. Because you you, can't you're fully hide exposed. Yes. Yeah, it's like you're, it's a it's naked a test beer. of a brewer. Yes. like I, I hate, I love brewing them because I love like drinking it, it's them. It's a challenge, but yes. But I'm 
I'm never happy with my beer and I, I don't like showing my check pills or something to someone because I'm like, this is no good. You don't want to drink it. <laughs> I hate it because it's, it's so nerve wracking as well. It, it's you what, see someone drinking, you're yes. like, oh no, oh no. What are they going to find in it? <laughs> do, you, do you smell acetaldehyde? Because I do. It, it's probably not I even swear there. there's no yeah. DMS in yeah. there. I boiled it. I boiled it for 90 minutes. Um, it's it's funny that uh, you guys are helping all these. How can people find you? Where where can they find Crew Brewing Systems? Uh, well, I mean, we're in BC, like in Chilliwack. You can physically come and visit us and grab a beer with us. That's always a good way. <laughs> Which but is the best way, the let's best be way. <laughs> let's be honest. We've always got some beers in the fridge. Yeah. Come around on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> um, but no, online... Uh, Email gives a call, like, and at CBC at Booth 100 here, like, you know, like, so. It, it's easy to find you guys. We can be uh, found. Yeah. Crew, CRU, CRU, Brewing Systems. Yep. I want to make sure everyone knows how to find you guys because I've been impressed uh, with you and, and all the stuff that you guys have put together, not only for the folks at Inbox, but just hearing other folks coming by the booth. And you guys have a lot of irons, a lot of system, and a lot of fires going out there. And, and I'm curious to see as you guys are growing and, and the systems that you guys are being produced, like that one that's going in Chicago, you guys, I mean, it's automated from here to who laid the rail. Yeah. It's, it's amazing the stuff that you guys have been able to put in that. And, and I don't think a lot of folks know that that's an, even an option. No. And actually, yeah, like that's the thing that you can actually do that. And it's not like it, it doesn't have to be as prohibitively expensive as you would think. No, it just, you know, automated valves or, or some of these uh, check systems where you're making sure you're hitting target gravities, you know, the, the light to add the hops. That's just. And we do that even simple. on the more simple systems. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fully automated. We'll do like a semi auto system. Sure. So you've got pneumatic valves. Well, now we'll start doing auto ketto dilution. So you can type in your gravity at the end of boil and what your target is, and it'll say, hey, add 1.2 barrels or whatever, and you just hit go. And the water goes and, in. And it just dilutes as you're knocking out or as you transfer into Whirlpool. That's or, so brilliant. Yeah. So which is just simple things like just little programming tweaks. And it's just that stuff comes from being a brewer or getting brewer feedback. And they're like, you know, it'd be handy. <laughs> yes. Because I, okay. So the, the system we designed, you know, when we're blending the cold and hot water to try to target our mash temp, that can be automated. I mean, yeah, all, absolutely. That, all that stuff can be automated. And it's, it, it surprises me how cost effective that stuff is because yeah. you're taking the guesswork out you're taking potentially the human air out you know anybody that comes in the brew house maybe not having a great day yep maybe they had a bad night yeah it, it, and, and, and so, i've done it like i've, oh, I've forgotten 100%. about sparge and come back and like oh no look at all this Gra water i've just yeah, yeah. Like, or like grain beds collapsed or yep. just you know you're not paying attention yep you so now you can just call. set in oh this is my volume i want it'll stop or like you know the lauder ton has differential pressure sensors so, so you don't and, and you, so you'll when, never collapse anything so you can run the pump to whatever speed you want yeah. but you type in don't exceed this differential on my grain bed so you'll never like you'll never suck the bed in you'll never you, you like, never come, channel it you'll always get oh, your gravity yeah. you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna save a pile of money let's yeah. be honest you're not going to leave sugar in the in the lauder. Yeah, and because we're all multitasking, you, you're not just doing one thing no. as a brewer ever. You've no. got like so many things on the go at any it, one time. It's so easy to forget I, about. I can something. tell you right now, anybody out there that's probably run a word off right now that's listening to this also is measuring out hops. Yeah. The hops are never <laughs> in the same spot. Yeah. You're going oh, no. to the cooler. Like, who took find... the scale? Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> that's my hop scale. Hey, Why is it in the kitchen? <laughs> who put the cascades in the wrong spot? <laughs> oh yeah, it, 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 it's one of those things yeah. where. You, Every, a place for everything, everything is. But eh, yep. and there's sometimes and you're, you're milling in the next brew, yeah. and then you're also helping this guy out, and then a truck rocks up, and then you go, oh, I've got to dry oh, hop and that. The, and the then, tour's coming through, so make it look like you're doing something. And then yeah. someone's yelling. Actually, I saw a video from a guy last night. He was just looking up his brewery. Um, someone sent him a text and like, you should check out the uh, the video footage. I've got it on my phone. I'll show you. But 
the video footage is like the security camera of a guy. He un accidentally undoes the tri clamp behind a sample port on the fermenter. Oh, <laughs> and it, it just is, boom no, and across the. And then oh, it, there's a guy with his hand on the on the port, just yelling, yelling <laughs> "Help! Help!" <laughs> and I've done that before. No, I've gone to undo a clamp and like, uh oh, everyone's I taking have made the wrong a huge clamp. mistake yeah. here. You take it off behind a valve on the bottom. Oh, it's I the had a, a, a guy work for me one time. He had done it twice, and he just he was kind of like, kind of he, he just was getting autopilot. And, yeah. You do, and you've done it so many times. Yeah. And when 15 barrels of 34 degree That's got beer some weight behind at it, 15 yeah. <laughs> psi comes shooting out of the bottom of the tank, you're not successful most of the time getting no. that valve back on. And that's when you know how cold your beer is when oh. you got when you got to hold your it was a chilled tank yes. and you got to hold your hand on there and it starts to get real cold. And you're like, someone needs to help me now. <laughs> Hurry! Yeah. Hurry over here! No, and then you got to come up with a plan. Like, all right, okay, so how are we uh, doing on this? The count of three. Wait, three, then go. You, or you got yeah. the gasket right. You got the valve. It's open. Yeah. Like, you're ready you to go. Have like, it open. Yeah. Gotta have it open. Okay, we're all getting wet here. Ready? <laughs> I'm glad that someone else has experienced that. And everybody out there has experienced it. Yeah. And I've heard of and the dry hopping volcanoes oh, and like you, you yes. hear the tank rumbling. You're like, oh, oh. oh we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we've had a, a student one time that dry hopped a tank at AB Tech and uh, there is still remnants of uh, of beer on the ceiling. And it, <laughs> the ceiling's awesome. out there 20, 25 feet tall. Yeah. So it, it, it shot. Yeah, and, that's um, a beauty. My other instructor knew it was going to happen, so I've got that on video. Nice. I'll have to say because <laughs> we were all gathered around watching him dry hop because we were explaining that process. He just you're like come on over guys you want to say yeah, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's something you don't ever want to do again yeah. and it just that's it, a great learning it experience is. hey but it is and he he's no, he's a production manager now at a local brewery yeah and he he understands like he'll i never feel like you got to go through that as well like you it sucks but like man everyone's had it or been mistakes. close calls you and stuff learn from yeah. your mistakes yeah. you really really do and that's the fun thing about you guys because you've brewed so long and you've seen the mistakes people have made on systems you guys fix that for everyone like every system we make is better than the last one and it sucks to say that to some customers like we had <laughs> some guys i was having some beers with last night yeah. and they're like oh i saw that new system you put in and i was like sorry to say it's better than yours yeah. like even though it's almost identical <laughs> but yeah. it gets a little different a little better every time yeah, that's what or, or sometimes we do something else and like oh that didn't really work out or like but it's always it's, it's different every time in the art in the you know, effort to try and get better. Well, it's an art form. Yeah. I mean, your welders, your, your people putting all the piping together. I mean, they are artists. Like, it's crazy. Ugh. I could never do that. No one understands the art that goes in that until they, yeah. they try to do it themselves. Yeah. We, we have uh, some TIG setups at the school and we have the students lay a bead. And it, it's a frustrating thing if you've never yeah. tried oh, to yeah. weld before. And starting on a so tank, I tried it, doing it. It was ugly. No, no, no. Like, I, <laughs> I can make metal stick to metal, but yeah, consequently, I yeah. can run a grinder like nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> I can run a grinder. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mike, for being here uh, at the CBC. Let me hang out on your booth and uh, oh, my have a good time. And and again, crew brewing systems. If you need one, you're looking at one. Uh, contact these guys. Go up and have a beer. Don't uh, don't just order it online. Go up and have a beer with these guys. They'll treat you right. They'll have a great time. Thanks again, Mike. No worries. Thanks, Jay. Cheers. See ya.